stay above the fray of the everyday. Uncle Fernando on Bay FM 99.9. Listen to Uncle Fernando and Bay FM 99.9. I am joined on the line by Byron Shire Independent Councillor Kate Curry. Great to speak to you this morning, Kate. Hey, Fernando. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you for speaking to us. Look, I understand you have concerns that we're about to be inundated with film productions, well, even more, as our state and country opens up from COVID, and that the current controls in place are inadequate to prevent our area and our brand being exploited by outside interests. Uh, tell us yep. about that. Well, look, when you mention controls, it's not so much about the, um, I mean, it is an issue, obviously, that the COVID stuff, uh, the country will be opening up. But as you well know, we've already had productions up here during what hope, I hope will be the worst part of the COVID pandemic. But um those issues are already there. The element about um, not having the right um, protocols in place is not so much about the COVID element. It's more about managing um, these things and um, having some, you know, greater control on what actually takes place in our shire and more from the impacts level. Yeah, sure. Look, just before we talk about your new motion that you'll be putting up at the next Byron Shire Council meeting in a few weeks' time, you introduced an urgency motion back in May during the whole Byron Bay's Netflix production fiasco. Just remind us about that motion and what happened with that. Well, the motion was largely about supporting local businesses and disseminating information to local people about uh, what they could or say they or, or not allow, sorry, um, with regards to filming in and around the Shire. Because that kind of activity, you know, this, this sort of film crew that's quite small, so it, it's seen as a low-impact filming, but, like, they were shooting outside businesses that didn't re- at all want to be associated with them, um, and I can think of a couple that I don't know if I should name them, but, you know, um, and filming, and then... Those businesses, you know, the impacts on them of being then Instagrammed or, or um, you know, put onto an international platform, those things are have, have impact. Um, similarly, going on to international parks, and of course, I was terribly concerned that the Indigenous community hadn't been properly um, consulted with regards to to filming in on on their land. And there was also part of that motion, which was about us actually reviewing our film filming policy and application processes to so that they were actually consistent with some of these new realities of film production. Because this sort of thing is really different. It's not like you have a film set, you know, say for example, they had um, you know, sea change up here. It was a set, you know, like you knew where the filming was on, you knew how many people were there that everybody had been properly notified, consultation had occurred, and it was all in a contained space. Mm-hmm. These people sort of are roving. They're sort of small and fast-moving, and they've got a lot of shoots happening at one go. It's a really different kind of production, but it's um, it's still, you know, the impacts are still there. They're just a different kind of impact, I suppose, to a film production in a single location. Um, and that also looked at us reviewing our film permit fee structure <laughs> to um, actually reflect the cost of, impacts on the on our community so that was sort of broadly what that was about and also yeah a lot was about information and and letting people know you know what they could do and then the last part of that motion was about that Byron Bay's production was being filmed under exceptional circumstances and that's a designation under the act about um, what's allowed Uh, you know I felt that they the failure to 
engage with the Indigenous community, the potential for harm to the environment, the potential for harm to um, landmarks or buildings and disruption to businesses, unreasonable impacts, uh, those sorts of things were all creating a situation that was exceptional and therefore wasn't really supported by the council. Mm. Well, there was wide community opposition, but it still went ahead. Where, where exactly is it at? Well, I, I believe they're in post-production. It did go ahead, but not in Byron Shire. So they started to film in Byron Shire um, and then they filmed in other locations. I'm, I'm usually still calling it Byron Bays or there's not that much Byron in it. <laughs> So, oh, right, and there's nothing we can do about that? No, well, I don't know. Someone could, Using our name and brand? Yeah, I know. Well, see, that's the thing. Who owns the name Byron? You know? Yeah. That said, you know, Melissa McCarthy filmed in Lismore and Ballina, I think, and, and it's meant to actually be California. <laughs> but I don't think she's pretending it's called, it, it's, you know, she's not calling it, you know, something else. I don't know, yeah. Look, at the time, two councillors, Alan Hunter and Jan Hackett, opposed the urgency motion, uh, saying that it was a knee-jerk reaction and that we've got bigger things to do than chase these rabbits uh, about the place. Um, didn't they have a point? Uh, I mean, the reality is we, we we could stand to gain from these film productions here. Uh, we do stand to gain from some film productions. There's plenty of film productions that are doing the right thing and are actually doing, um, you know, content that uh, engages local filmmakers, tells local stories, even independent productions that have been here and have done all the right things, observing protocols. I'm all for, you know, creative activities happening in Byron. I, I much prefer to see us being a creative hub than just a tourism uh, mecca. But uh, these kinds of productions, um, well, you know, we just, as you know, there's one being filmed just up in Federal. I don't think that they've done it, it terribly much for our community that I can see. Um, and not only that, they just started and started excavating without a DA and uh, without any permits. So if people do the right thing and actually uh, don't, don't just come here to use Byron as a, a backdrop for, you know, to, to add brand Byron um, and actually do give value to this community and what it's about rather than just exploiting it, mm. then they they can add value. But this this sort of production, you know, what are they called? Um, scripted documentaries, that's what I'm looking for. You know, these confections that are made, I can't see what good they're doing in our community. I mean, you know, say, for example, you argued that, uh, well, you know, 200 people came to Byron um, and that's 200 people spending in our community. Well, they they couldn't during COVID because they weren't allowed off the set, uh, although we know what happened when someone did. They actually shut down the community because we went into lockdown. But, you know, like 100, 100, 200 people on a set is nothing, you know, is a drop in the ocean for the 2.2 million people who already come to Byron. So it's not like we need that business. If we actually did have films that really worked with our local community and, as I said, you know, had a reason to be in Byron because there's a story to be told about here or at least there are people employed from this area, then... Yeah, that's the, the film industry can work in here, work in Byron Shire. It's just it's just how they do it. You mentioned the filming up in Federal. That's of course Channel 9's Love Island mm-hmm. production, um, and filming there was supposed to be only for thirty days after right. what happened. Do you yeah. know the status of that? What's going on? Well, because they've been interesting... there a lot longer than thirty days, haven't they? Look, they have, and I, I I feel this is where part of where my where I'm trying to move with our notice of motion because it's a kind of how we designate um, a production. You, bearing in mind that the 30 days is actually not just when they start filming; it's the whole thing from setup to the very end, mm. and that's the extent of their um, of their allowable. Uh, 
filming time. So they should have been gone then. They should have, yeah. So I think, um, look, in the how it all unfolded, and I, I don't know that we even knew how long they'd been there before. Uh, it was really only that people noticed the earthworks or whatever, uh, you know, was going on on that site, that uh, there was a sense that, this production was was going on. So uh, in terms of the timing, they must be getting close to their end. Probably the staffing council would have a better idea because I don't know what date their filming exactly went to um, or started, so I, I couldn't say for sure. Mm. Well, tell us about this new motion that you're going to put up in a couple of weeks' time. What are you trying to achieve with it? Well, look, I think the issue is partly... We have, you know, a film protocol that's more than 10 years old or a film, you know, a filming um, policy. And I think we, it really is about, well, firstly, it looks, we hear through back channels that there are several proposed new reality TV and observational documentaries that are slated for production in Byron. And I think the people who do Love Island are looking for more and I've heard that, you know, some of the other big production companies of these kind have got things slated for here. In the urgency that we spoke about earlier, way back when, part of uh, uh, back in May that was that I put that through, we were looking at refilming, reviewing our filming policy and application process. So we, part of this motion is actually get an update on that because we're not really sure where there is. Uh, where that's at. So your motion's going to hurry that along? Uh, I'm hoping so, yeah, because we really need to have in, in place, you know, proper framework to allow responsible, ethical filmmaking to occur in the Shire. Mm. So your motion says that you'll write to the government, uh, the Minister for Local Government, notifying them of intent to adopt an alternative to the LGA filming protocol. So we can do that? That's we right. We can adopt a new one ourselves? Yeah, we can, yeah. So we, well, yeah, obviously with, with ministerial approval, but I, I think we can put a pretty good case to the Minister that our current filming protocol, which is you know a, a generic one that we can move changes to, that it, it, it doesn't work. I mean, those sorts of protocols probably work better in urban areas or areas that where these things have less of an impact. That said, the City of Sydney has a really robust uh, filming protocol and I'd like to see something more along those lines that is somewhat more prescriptive, that, that still allows plenty, but just, you know, has more checks and balances and has lower impact, particularly on communities and environment. Mm. And what are the other things in the motion? Well, I think we need to, like, just to actually put some definitions around what an observational documentary is, what reality television is, because in the old sort of LGO filming protocol, it's, you know, documentary or feature or, you know, and these aren't really either, you know what I mean? So then you can, once you kind of know what they are and what they do, then you can adequately assess the impacts on, you know, residents of the Shire and and then appropriately classify the type of filming activity so that you, you, you know what you're getting and you know what to expect and they know what to expect as well. And that's the other thing. If we tell productions this is what we expect then and we can spell it out, then things can be done far more harmoniously, you know. Kate, I noticed that in your motion there's nothing about a better financial deal for um, our region from these mega productions uh, coming here and using our brand to make 
lots of money outside. Is there a way that we can write that into um, these protocols? You know, that's a really good idea, Fernando. <laughs> um, look, it's been talked about. I should have probably included it in my notice of motion. I might just take that idea and run with it if it's okay with you. Not just a pretty face. That's why I'm on radio. <laughs> so there's a real opportunity here. You know, if you take the example of stamp duty, right, and, and uh, we've always said, you know, Byron generates that much stamp duty and we do not see that back in terms of services and support from the, from the state government. It's a bit similar, you know. We Billions of dollars of stamp duty have been raised in the last, you know, in, in this recent property boom and none, none of it's come our way. It, there, there ought to be some, you know, maybe we can develop some kind of levies. I mean, there are ch- fees and charges, but maybe the fees, you know, maybe there needs to be a kind of filming levy, especially when you're seeing pro- productions that are really just using brand Byron. And given the Netflix effect, you know, if you put something on Netflix and suddenly go, well, you know, millions, literally, you know, I think they've got like a half a billion subscribers see Byron Bay and want to come here. That is like a massive impact. And and I don't even know that we yet appreciate what that might look like. Will the state government take notice? I mean, this is brings in a lot of money to state coffers. They're unlikely to want to relinquish that, just like stamp duty money. I agree. Uh, but I think, you know, if you were a filmmaker wanting to come into Byron Shire, I mean, look, to be honest, we chased out Byron Bay's. They're still called Byron Bay's, but they didn't film in Byron. And it's interesting that they they didn't challenge council's decision that they were operating under exceptional exceptional circumstances. They might have, you know, and that maybe that was just a financial or a time-based choice. I don't know. Kate Curry, you're up for re-election and also running for mayor, I believe, in December's Byron Shire Council election. Can you confirm that? And will this be one of your main campaign issues? So to your latter question, will this be one of my major campaign issues? It would probably be a portion of, you know, that part of my campaign which deals with, I suppose, protecting this shire and defending the shire on behalf of community. So, as I said, not opposed to filming but and, you know, not opposed to people moving here, building here, buying here, but I suppose defending the values and, and community expectations about what that means. And then there was the other question, wasn't there? Yes, are you running for mayor? <laughs> I look, I'm going to make an announcement later in the month, Fernando. So um, you know that I'm running, of course, as to the mayoral stuff. An official announcement will be forthcoming, I swear, by the end of October. Okay, we'll wait. Is that good enough? We'll wait for then. And what can (laughs) concerned uh, locals do in terms of this issue if they feel really strongly about it? Well, I do think writing to the minister, you know, is always effective. I think that we get forgotten until people want to make use of us as a shire. And I think if we frame it in in that way of we don't mind film production, we like, you know, we are a creative neighbourhood. We don't mind that. But whatever happens here, you know, we are a community. You, you know, you can't just come and set up a giant film set in our rural areas. You can't just, you know, shoot outside our businesses and, and post stuff to Instagram and Netflix. And that stuff is, is you know, really has serious impacts. And uh, we, I think if people sort of say to the minister, you need to consider this impact for us, you need to help us to manage it, this is, you know, quite often we have to do compliance on things that are just beyond the capacity of council to do, to have enough staff to monitor what's happening on a film shoot and, you know, these sorts of things where people are doing stuff and 
out of the oversight. But if people come to us and know what to expect and what we allow, we can all work, work harmoniously. So if I was a, a person writing to the minister, I'd say, please let us determine what's best for our community, respecting Indigenous culture, respecting the environment and respecting the community. And we can still make films here harmoniously. Councillor Kate Curry, really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Thanks so much, Fernando.